What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamal K. Davis here with Chris Gehring, Ryan Disney, or Zach Rosen, and Jacob Rame. Sort as of. we are talking <laughs> Washington Wizards basketball, uh, John Wall, he will be out for approximately 12 months. We made some trades, some new Wiz players coming in here. they all went down at 4 um, in the morning. It's yeah. So we're exhausted. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be quite an interesting pod as we dive into all of it. But let's first start with the fact that John Wall will undergo a surgery to repair a ruptured left Achilles tendon. Uh, this procedure has yet to be scheduled, but will approximately take 12 months for recovery. Guys. Um, your thoughts on when you first heard the news and what that means for this team going forward. Uh, it, I think psychologically, before we get into well, how it wanna, affected the If you want to know what first went through my mind when I first heard the news, we'd have to change the rating on our podcast because <laughs> as a PG podcast, we can't say what went through my mind. It's upsetting. It sucks. Like, there's no other way to say it. He's... You know, he's our franchise point guard, and, you know, we, we knew we were going to miss him for this season, but to potentially miss him for next season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the timetable probably puts him back sometime after the All-Star break next year. Who knows what could happen? I mean, it's it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. And a tough thing is you say All-Star, we're talking 2020, right? right? Mm-hmm. 2021. That's before. a year that I don't even understand. Yeah. It's just wild to comprehend, and I can only imagine for a player to have to go through that, to not be able to play basketball for that long. I know for him it's it's really hard, and I know that Coach Brooks said said it perfectly, and we all know from being around John, he he is a he's a big time competitor. He's he's super competitive. He has a lot of pride in his game. I know that he he constantly wants to improve. He constantly wants to prove himself, and to not have a chance to do that now for a really long time on uh, on its face, let alone the fact that he now faces a, a really serious recovery. Um, this is going to be a long road. It's really important that, you know, it's a, that he stays focused for that whole time, which I'm sure he will. I know he understands that, but um, it's, a, it's a long road ahead for him now. And certainly it's a long road ahead for the wizards too. I, I think that, Everybody knows the difference that John makes when he's healthy, when he's when he's fully right. And I and I know that by the time that he left the floor this season, that wasn't necessarily true. He was kind of dealing with some stuff and was banged up, obviously. So we'll we'll see in a really long time what happens when he comes back. Obviously, that is it's too soon to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he had they have to clean clean up a couple of things before they have the procedure, and then they'll go from there. So. Um, John's facing a long road ahead. The Wizards, obviously, this adds uncertainty. There's no, you know, there's no way to sugarcoat that or, or go around it. It creates uncertainty, and it's. Um, I feel for John because I know that he, he, he loves to play. He loves to compete, and to not be able to do that for a long time, I know, I know, hurts. Yeah, to echo what Jacob said, it is just super unfortunate the way it happened. It was kind of um, in a freak manner and you know hearing Brad and coach Brooks talk about it at practice is one thing and obviously the injury impacts the team and you know guys on the team are feeling it but within the fan base and what John means to the community as well I think has been really um, kind of eye-opening for myself to just kind of see the amount of support that our fans have shown um, on social media and just wishing him the best and uh, a speedy recovery and like Chris said it, it certainly does 
create a level of uncertainty with the team. But um, the I guess I don't even I don't want to say good thing, but the team at least knew that they were going to be without him for the remainder of the year, which makes things a little easier. But obviously now having the uncertainty moving forward to next year and then possibly missing a portion of next season really complicates things. But um, it's not something that was unforeseen for him to miss the rest of this year. So that's a lone bright spot. And, you know, Sato has been playing well and showing that he what he can do. But absolutely losing John to that level of injury and any injury, but to that one of that magnitude, it, it hurts. I think Bradley Beal summed it up pretty well when we asked him in Milwaukee at shoot around if this changes his mindset as, you know, now the franchise player of this team that mm-hmm. is going to be active at least the next calendar year. And he said, yeah, it changes a lot because it's so much to, to take in. Like an Achilles injury is terrible. I've been around that injury before. Uh, John is my brother. We've been in this together for seven seasons. Like, this isn't easy to swallow. There's a lot of uncertainty about this team right now. And, I mean, I think that's what everybody felt. I think the positive side is that we already knew John was out six to eight months. So you possibly, hopefully, only add three to four months onto that diagnosis. Knowing him, he's probably going to beat whatever the expected time is. It'll be up to him, his team, and our team to figure out if he should come back when, like, when he's ready to come back because... He's going to be 29 or 30 by the time he's back on the floor. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any rush at this point. It just it, it causes a lot of complications. So, as we'll get into next, likely this reality of John's recovery probably set off what became the Otto Porter trade. Um, I think the Markeith Morris trade was going to happen either way to get mm-hmm. the Wizards under the tax, which they successfully did, um, which was a goal of theirs. And in return for Otto, we're able to get two serviceable forwards who are going to contribute right away and help them. Both of them may not, you know, we don't know if they'll be here beyond this season. Portis is a restricted free agent. Parker is has a team option, which will unlikely be uh, used by the Wizards. But you get a look, and you can still compete. The Wizards did not trade anybody else besides Porter and Morris at the deadline. Um, basically they have still a rotation intact to compete for a playoff spot if if that is the way that they go if they can get there and fight back they're four games back with about 30 games to go so I mean I guess right now that in the short term outlook is hey we're still right here let's see what we can do we have a favorable schedule leading up to the deadline so um, it's going to be interesting to see where this team goes and I'm just I'm really excited for Bradley Beal to just have this be his team now. I mean, thank God that the Wizards have Bradley Beal. Yeah. Like, if Wall goes down, it, the it's even more grim. And I know some people think it's really grim, but at the same time, like you still have one of the best 20 players in the league right now on your team. Maybe one of the top 15 players in the league. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's interesting. I am I think Portis didn't have a lot of opportunity in Chicago because he was playing behind Markkanen and uh, Wendell Carter Jr. And then Parker has just been, you know, in weird situations the last couple of years. But the, both of them are 23 years old. I mean, yeah. like, mm-hmm. the, there's still a future for both of them. They're both really good offensive players. They need work on the defensive end, and I think that 
the Wizards do that by acquiring them, but they, the Wizards, if they do not keep these guys, just created $26 million in cap space the next two seasons without Otto. So um, at that level, it's definitely worth whatever they, they did end up giving an Otto, who is a really good player. And I don't think I think that gets lost as all these people wanted auto traded. Like he's a really good basketball player, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be easy. He's been hurt a lot the last two seasons, though, so it's been tough since the sixteen seventeen campaign to know what Otto was going to be at this point. Yeah, and I think you you as a collective group, I think y'all did a good job of making sure to thank Otto, thank Keith for their time here. Not forgetting that, Dad, Keith's been here four seasons. Like he's yeah. been here a long time. Otto, this is the only team he ever played for. He was in and now he's for gone. what seven yeah. or eight years. Wow. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you can't forget too that sixteen, well, that two thousand seventeen playoff run. How important Keith was to that team, that locker room. I know he's really close with John and Brad, and his versatility. I know that that word gets thrown around a lot, but. In that playoff, in that short playoff run, he really, he really was like he could do so much for the Wizards, and he proved it. He shot the ball well. He showed a lot of toughness. He defended his butt off, um, and he really put it on the line. I think he really was a big, big part of this team. Obviously on the floor, but I think if you ask players in the locker room, they'll say the same. I know. Just I mean, beyond Brad and John. You can ask Tomas Sadaransky about Keith. They're very close too. So, um, yeah, he's gonna be, he is definitely going to be missed. And Otto, still another guy who is still very young, and obviously is a talented player. We've seen that time and time again. So, um, obviously, we wish both of them really well, and you know, we we've enjoyed working with both of them. So, it is it is kind of it is kind of weird when you look at two guys who are penciled into the starting lineup when we set off at the beginning of the season yeah um as kind of like cemented in the team and then obviously a lot of things change but yeah good luck to them and it's 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 going to be odd to to replace them but like zach was saying portis and parker uh they bring a lot to this team a lot of they're both very much unfinished products which you have to like at this at at this stage of the year Mm -hmm. you're looking at what you have and i assume we'll see more of troy brown see what they have in Portis and Parker and um, yeah you go from there but they have a huge opportunity in front of them which I think is going to motivate those two to play really well and that has to be exciting for the Wizards because now you're in control and, and you have two more guys that could that are young could be part of your team we'll see but you know that they're going to work to prove themselves they're going to work to get better and for Coach Brooks and, and obviously Brad is the leader of this team can't really ask for much more brad said that he he he's a winner and he's not gonna he's not going to uh you know lay down or take it easy he's gonna try to win he's gonna try to play hard and so the wizards just acquired two more guys that are gonna do that with him and are young and talented and what do we do about wesley johnson i mean we got three three wing players that we've brought into the mix we got rid of one and really a four or five and keith morris well, I think that first off, it's it's troubling that we finally f- acquired a Syracuse player after uh, <laughs> after Jeremy left. Um, so I'm sure he's what's upset about that. But um, you know, Jeremy was messaging us all day, uh, all day today from uh, Australia. He uh, follows the, followed the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I think I think that you know Wesley's another guy that brings brings good versatility. Can shoot the basketball. Um, uh, another guy who's uh, in a in a um, this is uh, is will be could be his only year with us. He's mm-hmm. a free agent at the end of the year. Who knows what will happen? It's another opportunity for him to prove himself. I think they'll all see a lot of minutes. I mean, I think this is you know it's going to be interesting to see what we have here down the stretch. Yeah, and kind of like earlier in the year when we talked about uh, when Kelly got traded and we brought in Ariza and. We were kind of talking about all the positives that he would bring, but it was almost unfair because since Kelly had such a, a strong connection with the fans and he was here for so long, it's tough to differentiate the player from the rest of the emotions, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what it is when you get rid of a guy, two guys um, in Otto and Keith who have been here for a very long time. But getting uh, to just echo what Chris and Zach said, two young, unfinished products, and they both have ceilings that they haven't hit yet, and now they have an opportunity to just play – this heart like to try to get there and with scott brooks did it help um them try to achieve that and having them i know porus is in the midst of a career year in terms of points per game i know parker has had some rough um you know some rough injury history but just having those guys and you know bringing more young energy and young talent to the court i think is going to help this team try to contend for a playoff spot and obviously it's not going to be easy going but just adding more kind of more like the Thomas Bryants and more guys like that who can help energize and kind of set the tone with their play. I mean, I was watching some of their highlights, and obviously we haven't had an opportunity to watch them probably as much as we would have liked, but just watching Portis and Parker, these guys are really fun to watch, especially Bobby Portis and Wesley Johnson as well, as you were alluding to. So it's going to take some time for them to mesh, and that's the same thing happened when uh, Ariza came back, so it's going to take some time, but it's really interesting to see just how they fit with this current team. And that's the tough part too, Zach. Zach, you talked about how maybe some of this was necessary in terms of the trades because of what happened to Wall, but you know, we got Ryan talking about it's going to take some time for them to mix together. There isn't a lot of time to make a run for the playoffs because we're certainly not heading in the other direction. Yeah, that's going to be part of you know and that's really been the story of the full the whole season is that there have been a lot of injuries and acquisitions and g-league call-ups and you know assignments that this team hasn't been able to to build a ton of chemistry you saw mm-hmm. though in the last about month and a half they were able to um since john's initial injury and being out for the year the group really started meshing and you know talking on and off the court I mean, London was a great time for everybody, for example. So, Keith has been gone that exact amount of time. So, that's one thing to keep in mind is that kind of Otto, who was in and out of the lineup because of injury, maybe was back, you know, 10 to 15 games. So, it'll they'll have to bring these three new guys into the equation, but I don't think a ton is going to have to change. You're probably going to see the same starting lineup. Um, you're going to see probably less Sam Decker, is my guess. You're going to see more Jordan McRae. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker because the Wizards want to see what they have in these guys. Probably more Troy Brown, see what he can provide once he returns from his injury. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, it's the story of the year. I think if you ask any of them, it's just this. It's tough to, to know your teammates' strengths when it's kind of a revolving door, but that's just been the reality of what's have had to happen because mainly of injuries, really. I mean, if you look at what spearmented this whole thing, you start with Dwight Howard, 
which makes Thomas Bryan get a chance, which is great. He's proven that he he belongs. The same with Sato, who was wasn't like fully in the rotation to begin the year. Um, it's just been kind of difficult to adjust. So um, it'll it'll be interesting, I think, to have these four games before the break instead of maybe one or two is really important mm-hmm. to play four games in a week. It's going to be tiring, but it's good. And then everyone can kind of relax. Brad's the only one who will have those all-star obligations. I'm assuming a lot of these guys are going to try to get better over the break too. Like, they're going to keep working because we've got a lot of young guys who are working on that next contract and seeing what their future may hold. So um, it'll it'll be really interesting to see how they vibe. And yeah, there's great opportunity coming up Friday, Saturday. You're playing two of the bottom feeders of the East. Um, and it's going to be a tough back-to-back for sure, but still, it's an opportunity. Detroit is a huge opportunity. If you're going to make the playoffs, you need to win that game. And then Toronto's going to be tough. And they, now they have Marcus All, mm-hmm. so um, still they can go three and one before the break. Like it's good momentum. Guys will be meshing well. I think the the most important thing, you know, when you talk about playing on the court is like in lock in the locker room. We've been yeah. told that Jabari West and Bobby are all great guys and Jabari and Bobby have a relationship Mm Wes Johnson probably has a relationship with a lot of guys because he was in LA I think Jeff Green probably knows him so Mm -hmm. should be interesting Uh, (coughs) it's been an interesting really draft couple of days in general a lot of movement anything that stand out for you guys as far as one of the players you know you already mentioned Marc Gasol going to Toronto Bucks get Miritich Tobias Any, Harris, to Tobias Philly. Harris East, to Philly. Top of the East is just throwing haymakers. I the mean, heat, it's an arms race. The Heat get Ryan Anderson. I don't know if that's something, but I no, mean, no, not really, it. no. Yeah. But I mean, it, <laughs> he's not going to play. I think, I think, I think they waived him already. Oh, they did. I yeah, think that's dang, right. That was fast, man. I think when you look at right when you look at this trade deadline, I think the the thing that you can't help but comment on is how every single team that you look at at the top of the East got better significantly. Now the question is, which one of those additions, Gasol to Toronto, Miritich to Milwaukee, um, Harris to Philly, which one of them Carmelo makes, to the Bulls? <laughs> which one of those? Which one of those additions makes one of those teams? You know, how how does it shake out after after those guys get into those teams? And we don't know that yet. We have to wait and see how they all play together. But they all address needs, and they all got. You can't argue that they that they didn't get a lot better each of these teams and so mm-hmm. to me it makes particularly probably the second round of the eastern conference playoffs i mean we've t- we've talked about it a little bit in the office it's going to be th- those are going to be two epic series um the only team that didn't really do anything big is boston and yeah. we'll we'll have to see and brooklyn brooklyn didn't do anything right right but i mean if you look at the yeah. top four in the east yeah i think you're looking at i mean i think it's pretty clear that you're looking at boston toronto milwaukee Tor- or, uh, Milwaukee, Philly, in some order. Who? Pacers? Uh, they're going to sign Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews after, yeah. he's oh, after he's bought out. Okay. There'll but, be a lot of buyouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the other part of it, is which one of these teams can pick Ryan somebody Anderson up. Anderson has not been waived as of this moment. Oh, wow. Well, okay. He will be. There you go. <laughs> they're saying not till next season. Oh. Well, he has a non-guarantee. Three-point shooter. Yeah, I mean, the trade was just it was a salary swap, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. He's not going to play. So that's step one. Each I of them got that. a big piece, but which one of the which who's going to get a buyout deal? How is that going to shake out? Who's going to get even more? Even more? We'll we will see. But I think each of those big additions in the East, those are that's the story of the trade deadline to me. 
And obviously the ultimate question is, does that get any of these teams closer to the Warriors, whoever survives the East? Yeah. Who knows? There's only one way to find out. But at least with Philly, um, I feel like. Yeah, man, they're, they're a stat. Getting the Bucks are the Bucks are stat. Bucks. Yeah, that, I think the I two think they the all East. match up well with the Golden State. Yeah, yeah. So the two biggest winners to me, if I had to pick, would be the Bucks and the Sixers. Yeah. I think that those two teams. No, I'll look, say the Raptors. I think mean, the Raptors getting Marcus Marc Gasol. I don't love the trade for the Raptors. Really? Yeah. Ooh, give me your reasoning. Uh, Lowry and Valanciunas have really good chemistry. So and now there's two players that they've gotten rid of with DeRozan last year that had chemistry with Lowry. Yeah, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying on the court more so. I just think about the two-man game that Gasol and Leonard can the play The problem together. with Ooh. for me for Gasol is that he's been very uninspired in Memphis the last two seasons and hasn't played to his, you know, how good he can really be. So are we – like, yeah, help, we'll probably see that. But the biggest issue to me is, like, he's probably not going to be playing at the end of the game. So mm-hmm. – if he is he making an impact for twenty minutes, sure. But well, for what I they mean, gave they could up, also totally change their rotation based on how much more flexible he can be than Valanciunas. When the when the Bucks are playing Giannis at the five at the end of the game, the Celtics are playing Horford at the end of the game, the Sixers are have Embiid. I guess that's the matchup for Toronto. If Toronto plays Philly, that's a I think he can yeah. he can match up against Horford. I I don't know. I'm just saying like in terms no one of, can match up against. I just think I, I think people <laughs> under undervalue Valanciunas a little bit, and they gave up a lot. But at the same time, like Toronto's deep, they can afford it. And then for me, it's like if Kawhi leaves and they have all this money tied to Lowry and Gasol at ages thirty plus wow. next season, is yeah. that's a lot of money to have to those mm-hmm. guys. So this, but for both those teams, Milwaukee too. Miritich probably won't be there next year. As of now, I don't. I mean, they have a lot of guys to if they make decisions on. It's all for this season. Philly's mm-hmm. the same way. Jimmy Butler probably won't be back. Who knows? They made the play for Tobias to make him the third guy there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all for this season. And I don't know. It's interesting that Boston didn't do anything, but they have enough guys. Yeah, like, they right. they also have the experience of just being in the playoffs. Like Kyrie's won a finals too, and I yeah. think that's gonna help. And like Brooklyn's getting Levert back. But, yeah, I think the Sixers, I mean, them just helping out the bench is huge for them. And it's funny because now that they have Harris, it's like this team would almost even be better if they kept Covington, Sharich, and Bayless and just didn't have Jimmy, Jimmy because wow. then that depth would be unbelievable. But yeah. now yeah. it's like a very – it's still a little too top-heavy. And when you get into the playoffs and you're rolling out, you know, TJ and Furkan Korkmaz <laughs> and Jonah Bolden – you might run into some trouble there. Yeah, but foul trouble would be the yeah. thing to watch them in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, is anybody as excited as I am when you saw Jason Tatum at least is still going to Charlotte? For what, rising the stars? Mountain Dew Ice Rising Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is going? Rodion's Curix. <laughs> right in the territory with them. Touché, I will. I will touché. say the fact that Charlotte, Miami, Detroit didn't make a huge deal gives the Wizards, if they pursue this, a good a much better chance than if Gasol went to Charlotte and Mike Conley went to Detroit. I mean, or mm-hmm. Miami made a trade. Like so, the, the rich Wizards get richer, but below right, that four, exactly. they still have a chance to get mm-hmm, to be exactly. In the mix. And we'll see about Indiana and Brooklyn. They both are dealing with injuries. Although I saw Karis LeVert is playing Friday night, which is awesome because yeah. that looked terrible. So good for the Nets. I th- the Nets are fun. Good for mm-hmm. them. They've been through hell and back. Yeah. So they really have. Are y'all excited about this All-Star draft tonight? A little bit. Giannis and, Giannis and Bragg, so 
when you're at the game, you don't really see as much as on TV, but everyone yeah. kept saying that they were getting into it outside of that one play. Um, but I don't think it – like, Giannis was very complimentary of Beal before or after the other game the other day, yeah. Saturday. Um, I still think that LeBron will take Brad. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be – it's fun. The only the next step – so they made the picks. So they made the picks this morning in, like, their draft, and then I guess they'll be announced, you know, obviously on the, on the show. Wait, what? It's not going to be live no, it's live? Not. No. They already did it. Oh, boo. But at least we'll know. Like, we'll know the back and forth. I think that's interesting. The, the only other step is if, <laughs> if you could somehow get the two captains literally sitting in a room. Yeah. I think that tough. would be really yeah. awesome. I didn't get into That'd the production of it, but I right. thought maybe it was, like, live yeah. to tape. Right. I mean, and we would see it. And the NHL yeah. did that draft, and they literally had the captain and the assistant captains up there, like, debating. Who yeah, that's that's like, what that I thought. Incredible. They did that for the Pro Bowl a couple yeah. years back too. But I mean, was that Jerry and yeah, Michael yeah. Irvin? yeah, yeah. So I think that that's like the next step. But I, I I'm excited for it. I think it was fun last year. I think this this year it'll add another level, and we'll see where Brad ends up. It'll obviously, um, I don't know. It just I I thought that it added a cool layer last year. I thought it improved the game, which yeah. is helpful because it we we all know that it needed it. Um, so we'll have to see. I like okay. seeing people reunite like Russ and Durant. Yeah, last that was year. all. That was some fun. Kyrie stuff. and LeBron will yeah. be reunited so this good. year. I think yeah, Giannis right. is going to have. He said something he about how he wants Chris to, Middleton. Oh yeah, and he said he wants to have a, the younger guys and the first timers more so. Oh wow! And you know he's going to get the Euros. Yeah, I think we talked yeah. about like Jokic. Yeah. He's definitely going to draft. Yeah. I feel like um, so. This will probably a lot of people probably won't listen to this till Friday and. It'll already happen, so if you yeah. want to ignore this part, it's fine. <laughs> well, good thing for us. Uh, we got some new players coming in. It'll be exciting. As we mentioned before, we do wish Markeith Morris and Otto Porter the best in their endeavors, and we are going to be welcoming in three new players and Wesley Johnson and Bobby Portis and I and Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker and uh, and what? Somebody I don't know. Else? I guess. I guess. I just. I did was, we trade I was going for a new video another, guy? No. Too? I was, yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> so we, we talk about how this stairs. happened and at two in the morning for us? Yeah, it yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And, it was rough. And yeah, that's true. I was joking downstairs with our editors because we did have to make a lot of changes to videos, and we said, "Oh man, it would have been nice if we had also added to that maybe instead of cash consideration or a first round draft pick, a producer and two editors to help us, <laughs> to help us stuff yeah. together." You know. Just kind yeah. of make that swap. I know too, Chris was talking with the Chicago folks. To, to yeah, the logistics collaborate. of it is is funny. It's just it's interesting how every team goes through it, and then at every trade you see, you know, like people that we follow, whether it's designers or social people, digital people, you know, whatever productions people. When all these things happen, <laughs> the teams on both sides are just like, oh man, like, <laughs> well, we're just like we're just up now, like In we're Boston's we're figuring like, this out. <sighs> We were sending, like, I, you know, I was sending photos to the Bulls last night at 1 in the morning, and uh, we were getting videos sent to us. From Israel. From Israel. From Israel. <laughs> well, they were 2 up, in the so. morning. They were awake, luckily. So that's, that, that was advantageous for us. But So it's just, um, yeah, it's a, it, the, the clock never stops, and that's what we were talking about last night. It just, especially at the trade deadline, I think I, like, I debated going to bed like three separate times. Yeah. And each time it was just like, oh, well, why don't I just like work on this? It'll make tomorrow easier. Yeah. And then, you know, we had both trades announced yesterday and woke up this morning and just recapped them all. But the problem with the trade deadline is that there's a line to make the trade call in mm-hmm. the league. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes like medical stuff that needs to get updated. And yeah. For example, we're playing in the middle, we're playing a game. So, yeah. like, right. 
some stuff got delayed. And then we I had think. to fly. And then we, yeah, I step on, on the plane, plane and <laughs> yeah. PR is like, yeah, we're gonna send it. And so mm-hmm. it's Hot Spot City with myself and PR guru Scott Hall <laughs> trying to make the announcement. And then I don't know. Scott had the Wi-Fi on the plane and I didn't. There and he said, "Yeah, I think we're gonna announce Keith tonight." And then we announced it right before we landed. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, no one's really awake. It's just, it's just funny how how the official stuff and the leaks work. But mm-hmm. you know, you want to leak it when it's done so people know. Mm-hmm. And it's really like important. So like when the Thon Maker Stanley Johnson trade happens, you know, some teams that want to trade with Milwaukee maybe are like, "Oh, they're probably done." So mm-hmm. they go, you got to go call different teams. Yeah. So that's why a lot of that stuff gets leaked so people. The league is aware, and agents want their players to know as soon as they can. Yeah. Whereas we like have to Harrison wait till it's official. In the third quarter, it's like, oh, oh wait, man. what? Yeah, we didn't even talk about yeah. that. Oh, one. Yeah. Good trade, trade for the good trade for the Kings, though. I like that a lot for them. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, as they try to break nice a player. huge playoff drought, they didn't I mean, give up much. So yeah. Yeah. Justin Jackson is an intriguing player, but not a not a crazy amount. History. Yeah. They weren't gonna get a big free agent, so. Good for all him. right. Yeah, you know, Markel Fultz, Orlando, same Good thing. for him. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Happy for him. He, he needs a new start. I think yeah. there are a lot of good good trades for a lot of teams. Yeah. I think it was fair. Press starts. Yeah, and half the league's free agents this summer, so. Yeah. Interesting right. times here. Well, that'll do it for Off the Bench. We'll have more interesting times when we get the stories back from Chris Gehring and Zach Rosen with, after they come back from All-Star. Got a one long road trip left because it's actually that's four or five days. That's a decent sized yeah, road trip. Yeah, it's supposed to snow in every city we go to. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> the ice machines North. better be working. Hope you're wearing your that's Canada rough. goose. I don't own Canada Goose, man. Yeah, they don't I'm going to talk to Darren. I'm going to talk to their brand representative, Darren Jenkins. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Wiz kids. Hope you enjoyed that podcast and learned a little something, uh, a little inside. I love how we got a little inside baseball, lack of a better term, about <laughs> the digital departments. Uh, trials and tribulations as they go through a uh, trade deadline. That'll do it for for Chris Gehring, Zach Rosen, Ryan Dizdeer, and Jacob Ramey. I'm Jamoke Davis. Ooh. Ciao for now.